Okay, uh, welcome everybody. Good afternoon. Uh, we are about to start a new section in uh, Tsurba, and that is Hilchot Tfila. Um, now, there is still an overlap <clears throat> with Hilchot Tfilin and Hilchot Talas because we are going to first discuss the times when one can dub. And timing in, uh, in Yahadut, in Halakha, uh, has many, many uh, ramifications. Part of that is when you can fulfill certain mitzvot, such as talit and tefillin, and we'll have to see whether there's an overlap between those mitzvot and the mitzvot of tefillah and the mitzvah of kriyachma. So today's year, we're going to be defining times or, or, or specific uh, um, points on the, the, the calendar in a Jewish day, in a halachic Jewish day, and we'll see that those points in the calendar have ramifications for different mitzvot. Um, and so that's our introduction to Hilchot Tfila is really first understanding the halachic day. What does sunrise mean? What does dawn mean? What does uh, Alot HaShachar, etc., Misheyakir, all of these times we're going to understand and once we understand the nature of the we'll try and what are the ramifications for certain mitzvot. So let's begin. Um, we know that the Mishnah tells us already in the first Mishnah in Shas, when can we daven Kriyat Shema at night? And Rabbi Gamliel Omer Ad Shiale Amud Hashachar. Rabbi Gamliel, he says that's really also the opinion of the sages. Then you can say Kriyat Shema. You can say Kriyat Shema the entire night. Uh, we're talking about Kriyat Shema of 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 Marib, up until Alot Hashachar. We're going to call Alot Hashachar dawn. We have to define what dawn is, but until dawn. That indicates that nighttime in halakha is until alot shachar, is until dawn. And assuming that's the case, then dawn onwards is daytime. Let's see another famous Gemara Mishnah in Masechet Megillah. So you can't read the Megillah, Megillah, which you have to read day and the night, but we're talking about reading the Megillah in the day. One cannot read it in the day, nor can one perform a Brit Milah. Tovlin, a person who has to go to the mikveh during the day, uh, we're not talking about uh, the ladies that go at night, but there's certain people in the times of the Beit HaMikdash, or Tvul Yom, etc., they had to go dark in the day. Velo Mazin, and go through a sprinkling process of, of sprinkling water on a person in the Beit HaMikdash. V'chein Shomer Yom, Keneget Yom, Lotit I'm not going to go into all of these specific halachic uh, categories because many of them today we don't do. But there is a time when a woman daka has to go to the mikveh in the day and not in the night. When can all of these people fulfill this mitzvah? One has to wait, wait till sunrise. Then the Mishnah continues. But if a person did fulfill the mitzvah earlier than sunrise, i.e. all the way back to dawn, alot shachar, he fulfilled his mitzvah, meaning the Mila was a Mila and the Megillah was fulfilled his obligation, etc. So the question is, well, if, if I can 
fulfill my mitzvah from dawn, right? So why do I have to wait till sunrise? So I'll just mention the opinion of the Ramban here. The Ramban says that really all mitzvot of the day start at a lot So why did the Mishnah say wait until sunrise? And the average person, look, today we have calendars and we have graphs and we have all types of uh, um, apps on it. Uh, on our cell phones that can tell us when Alot HaShachar is. But the average person, go back 100 years ago, or go outside without your cell phone or without a calendar, it's almost impossible to know when Alot HaShachar is. And therefore, the concern of Chazal is, is that people might say, fulfill the mitzvah a few minutes before Alot HaShachar, which will still be nighttime, and then they wouldn't fulfill the obligation. So therefore, Chazal, the sages say, even though from a Torah perspective, all mitzvot of the day can be can begin or do begin from dawn, from Alot HaShachar, in order that people don't get confused and maybe do it a few minutes early while it's properly not, they said, do it from a point, which is sunrise, which is very recognizable, everyone can know that. That is the opinion of the Ramban. That is explanation of this Mishnah, and we're going to go with that explanation, at least for the beginning of the Shiur. Okay, so Alot HaShachar is the time that one can fulfill mitzvot of the day, but Torah on a Torah level, but the rabbis said, push it off, at least if one can, till sunrise in order not to confuse people, but if one did fulfill it before sunrise, i.e. between dawn and sunrise, one has fulfilled one's obligation. Now, what is the definition of Alot HaShachar? And here we are basically, it's not so clear. We'll try and figure out how Chazal got to it. But I'm going to mention two measurements. The first measurement is the Magen Abraham, right? Which basically says the first light visible on the eastern horizon. Not the ball of the sun, but the first light. Um, and then there's another opinion of the Bir Halacha, quoting the Elia Rabbah, that it's after that, meaning the, more of the eastern uh, eastern horizon has to be lit up. The Rambam gives us a definition of what before sunrise, and we know it's the beginning. What what is dawn? So the Rambam tells us. He says as follows: Amuda Shachar wa Amuda Notzets bepat Mizrach Kodem Alot Hashemish. That dawn is basically the first ray of light that shines in the east, and then he says, If you want to know when Alot Hashachar is, it is an hour and a fifth of a sha'ah shabbat. What is a sha'ah shabbat as opposed to a sha'ah zmani? Generally. In halakha, when we want to define hours, we say we know there's night and we know there's day. So if you want to take an hour, what's the third hour or the fifth hour, the sixth hour of the day? It's very simple. You take the entire time of the day and you divide it by 12. So it could be that an hour is really 60 minutes plus another 12 minutes, arguably, right? Or, 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 or 80 minutes or 40 minutes, depending on whether you're living in the Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere, whether it's winter or whether it's summer. You're going to divide the day, and similarly, you're going to divide the night 
into 12 equal parts. But that's called the Sha'az Manit. The Rambam is telling us that if you want to know what Alotashachar is, go by a standard hour. And the standard hour we know is 60 minutes. And therefore, says the Rambam, Alotashachar is one standard hour plus one fifth of an hour. Now, one fifth, uh, um, one fifth of an hour is basically if an hour is 60 minutes, so it's going to be 12 minutes. So if you want to know, according to the Rambam, when is Alota Shachar? 72 minutes before sunrise. Quite a simple calculation. And that's how the Rambam explains it. Um, now, where did the Rambam get that from? I, where did the Rambam get uh, that it's basically an hour and, and a bit, meaning 72 minutes uh, before sunrise? So this is based on the Gemara Sach in Tzadi Dalet. The Gemara Sachim says, Me'alota shachar arba mil, that it takes a person, a regular person walking from Alota shachar, which is dawn, until sunrise, the amount of time it takes the, uh, an average person to walk for mil. And similarly, also the same thing regarding sunset. Let's leave sunset. We'll do, deal with that in a, a separate share. Now, we've got a very clear definition of here. If you want to work out when Alota Shachar is, take sunrise, take the amount of time it, it takes for a person to walk four mil, and that amount of time go backwards from sunrise, and that will be Alota Shachar. What is the time it takes to walk a meal? This is also a machloket between the achronim. So one opinion is 18 minutes. It takes 18 minutes to walk a meal. And we we very um, comfortable with this uh, 18 minutes. Uh, we usually have uh, talk about 18 minutes before Shabbos, etc., etc. Where does it come from? Often it comes from this definition, okay? 18 minutes is the time it takes to take to walk a meal. So if you take 18 minutes per one meal, so 18 times times four, right? You're going to get to um, um, how much are you going to get to? Um, my maths is uh, that should be 72 minutes, correct? Right? Um, that 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 is 72 minutes. So the Rambam is actually going according to the shita of 18 minutes. Meaning, how did the Rambam get to that sunrise, sorry, dawn is 72 minutes before sunrise? Well, from the Gemari Psachim said four, four mil. And if we know a meal is 18, 18 minutes, so it's 72 minutes beforehand. The problem is, is that the Rambam seems to contradict himself because the Rambam, when he defines a meal, he goes with the second opinion. And that is that it's 24 minutes, right? So according to this approach, right, we're going to say that Alot HaShachar is 18 times 22 minutes, which is 96 minutes before sunrise. So that's a lot earlier, okay? Either 72 minutes according to the first opinion, if you hold that a meal is 18 minutes, or an hour and uh, 36 minutes before sunrise if you go with the 22-minute variable. And that, confusingly enough, 
is the shit of the Rambam. So we're not going to try and resolve the contradiction in the Rambam. Many of the Akronim uh, deal with that, but let's just point out that there could be a contradiction within the Rambam. Not could be, it seems to be a clear contradiction within the Rambam. But this is a, a well-known opinion also of the Shulchan Aruch Harab in the Akronim. The third opinion is that it's 22, sorry, what did I say? I, I, that this was 24 minutes, not 22 minutes. The third opinion is that it's 22 and a half minutes, okay? And that would basically make it 90 minutes before sunrise. And the Shulchan Aruch and Mishnabura, they pretty much go with the first opinion, and that is 18 minutes before uh, sunrise, as 18 minutes is a meal, meaning if you want to know when Alot HaShachar is, it's very simple. Figure out when sunrise is, take back 72 minutes, and Shalom Al Yisrael. And you will find that in many calendars, they will write a lot of shacharis 72 minutes before um, 72 minutes before sunrise. What is the challenge of this opinion? The challenge of this opinion is that it defines it objectively according to a certain amount of minutes. It does not take into account whether I'm living in London or whether I'm living in South Africa, whether it's whether I'm living in a, where the season is summer or winter. Now we know, well, let, let's just keep that in mind. Let's carry on. Let's carry on with the, the sources, but I'm just raising it as, as, a, as a point to, to keep on the back burner. Says the the amount of time of a meal is a quarter of an hour. A quarter of an hour is 15 minutes. Right? And one twentieth of an hour. Now, one, if, if an hour is 60 minutes, one twentieth means three minutes. So you want to know what a meal is? It's 15 plus three, 18 minutes. Mishnah Burah, who yud chet minutin basachakol. So that is, Mishnah Burah uses minutes, uh, 18 minutes according to the clock. So that is basically how we work out our halachic timetable based on this. Shulchan Aruch, Mishnah Bura, seems pretty simple. The Bira Halacha then points out, right? uh, But then he brings a second opinion that not maybe it's 22 and a half uh, minutes. Now, besides for whether it's 22 minutes or whether it's 18 minutes, the question is, even if we go with 18 minutes, is that across the board, whether I'm living in Melbourne, Australia, or whether I'm living in Toronto in Canada, whether it's summer or whether it's winter, I take my sunrise, I go 72 minutes earlier and Shalom al Yisrael, says the Vilna Gaon in his Biuragra, the shiur that the Gemara gave us, which was four meal, which let's define as 72 minutes, right? Says the Vilna Gaon, that was referring to a specific place and a specific time. To clarify, says the Bira Alacha, in source number nine, and this is in Orachaim, Reish Samech which is in Hilchot Shabbos. He says, The whole Shiurei Agmara, 
anytime when the Gemara gave us a time of, of let's call it Arba Milin, Hakolhu Bezman Nisan Vetishrei. Why is Nisan Vetishrei? That is when you have an equinox, meaning the time of the day and the time of the night are pretty much equal. But obviously, in the heart of summer and in the heart of winter, let's take winter, your days are going to be very short and your nights are going to be very long. And if you're in the northern hemisphere, very far north, right, your days are going to be super short and your nights are going to be super long. According to this, says the Vilna Gaon, 72 minutes doesn't apply. It was applying during the times of the year, call it the autumn season and the spring season, where pretty much day and night are equal, and it was specifically close to the equator, referring to the times in Eretz Yisrael and Babel. He was talking about the, the skies in Babel during an equinox. And that calculation of 72 minutes is going to either be shorter or longer if I'm living in Toronto or London or New York. Now, this is a huge problem because if we're going to go with that, how do we work out? If I'm living in New York, how do I work out what Alot HaShachar is? I know that if I was living in Eretz Israel, it would be 72 minutes if it was, if I was in Tishrei or in uh, Nissan. Well, modern technology says, well, let's just work it out. What was the degree of the sun under the horizon in, call it Babel, at an equinox? And the answer that the postgame have come to is that 72 minutes during an equinox is equivalent to 16.1 degrees where the sun is below the horizon. So all we need to do, if I'm living in Toronto, if I'm living in New York, South Johannesburg, makes no difference. I need to find the time on the uh, astronomical table where the sun in my location is 16.1 degrees below the horizon. And that's when Alot HaShachar is going to be. That is a logical argument and quite simple. Right? Well, quite simple if you've got a, a, a table and you know how to look up these astronomical uh, um, measurements. But the truth is, that's what these calendars do. Meaning, the calendar could either go according to 72 minutes before sunrise. And that's objective. Whenever sunrise is, whether I'm in Johannesburg or in Toronto, take 72 minutes prior, and that is Alot HaShachar. Or, and makes a difference, some or winter. Or I could say, whatever my location is, I need to find where the sun is 16.1 degrees below the horizon, and that will be the time of Alot HaShachar. Which opinion should we go according to? Now, many of the older calendars went according to the 72 minutes. Many of the newer calendars go according to Rav Chukotrinsky and Rav Belsky and Rav Mordechai Willig, who they go according to the definition of the degree. And this is really, uh, let's, let's hear, yeah, you can see it very nicely over here. 
Thursday in June, right, for London. Dawn would be 72 minutes as 16.1 degrees. So, okay, let's leave out earliest time for Tullerton fill in for a moment. And sunrise is at 4.43. So why don't I go back to 16.1 degrees? Why does it say XXXX? Why didn't it give me the time? It just gave me 72 minutes. But that was only according to one way of working it out, right? The objective timing. But we want to try and work it out as 16.1 degrees. Why didn't it give me a, 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 it just gave me a blank number there. That doesn't work. The answer is because at certain points on the globe, the sun actually doesn't drop 16.1 degrees below the horizon. And this is a problem, right? Um, during this time, it's not gonna, you're not gonna be able to go according to the astronomical degree measurement. And you then have to go according to the 72 minute uh, argument, or perhaps you go according to Hatzov. And this is really the opinion of Rabbi Vadi Yosef. Rabbi Vadi Yosef says you all, always go uh, according to 72 minutes. So you have different calendars. One calendar says I always go according to the 72 minute um, definition. Other calendars try to go according to the degrees. But even that, it's not so certain that it works in all locations. Meaning, if you are extremely in the north or you're extremely, you, you, you're positioned in the southern, very southern tip. I mean, South Africa and Australia, I don't think it's a problem. But if you go, anyone's going on a tour of the, of the um, I don't know, the southern Arctic, um, Antarctica, they, they would get into a problem because you wouldn't get at going less than 16.1 degrees at certain times in the year. Okay. Now, now that we've discussed that Alota Shacha, let's just take it as the simple uh, opinion, it's four mil before Neitzahama, uh, before sunrise. And if every meal is 18 minutes, so we're going to find it as 72 minutes. We discussed that is that objective in the entire world, or is that only specific to Eretz Israel? But even if we're talking about Eretz Israel, so we know that in order to work out Alot HaShachar, which we said in the beginning of the year, is really the beginning of all mitzvot of the day um, at 72 minutes before sunrise. But now the question is, well, what is sunrise? You would think that that's quite simple, but everything in Halakha, it's not so simple. And as we'll see, the Rambam tells us in Hilchot Priyachma, Start reading Kriyachma before sunrise. In order that you are able to complete the, the, the final brachot of the Kriyachma at sunrise, okay? The now what is sunrise? Right? It's a tenth of an hour before the sun has fully risen, or before the sun has risen, if we go with the, the absolute wording of the Rambam. Look how the Ramah in Orachayim Nunchet writes this. The Ramah is explaining the Rambam. Meaning, 
that if I want to know when sunrise is, I work out when the entire sun can be seen. And only when the entire sun can be seen, that's when I take a, uh, a tenth of an hour. Now, a tenth of an hour is six minutes. Six minutes before that time. And, um, and that's when sunrise is. Um, that this is one opinion of the Rambam and seems to be the Rambam. There's another opinion. And that is the opinion of Rabbi Yonah and Tosfot that basically says, Biru Alacha, as soon as you can see the, the sunlight coming onto the world. This is the first part of the sun, of the ball of the sun that seems to be seen. If you want to know the accepted opinion of what sunrise is, it's where you can see the ball of the beginning of the ball of the sun above the horizon. And uh, Rav Mazuz says, The time of sunrise is when the whole sun comes out. Now, that seems to be more correct if we went back to the Rambam, but we're, we're going to leave that opinion for, for the moment, as we'll see, the, the pretty much the accepted opinion is of the Bira Lacha and Rabbi Vad Yosef, that sunrise is when you can see the beginning of the ball of the sun, the first rays of the sun coming up. You don't have to wait for the entire ball to come out. Okay, um, um, and this is pretty much the defining factor is when you can see the beginning of the ball of the sun, there's Mariel Diskin, Chazonish, and others. Okay, um, now comes a, a, another Shaila. What happens if I'm living in a valley, or if I'm living on a mountain, or if I'm living in a place where maybe it's a reached sunrise at sea level, but where I am, I can't see it. Says uh, Rav According to the astronomical definition, and not whether you can specifically see it or not. Right? When this astronomical point will greet this issue, right? And uh, and and that's how the uh, opinion of the Yalkut Yosef is. So. Let's, uh, having said all that, we now know when sunrise is. Generally, sunrise is when you can see the beginning of the ball of the sun above the horizon. Um, and it's quite objective. It's not when you can see it, but when the place in where you, your locale, that's when it should be able to be seen. And um, furthermore, if you want to know when Alotashachar is, we'll just go back 72 minutes, according to the opinion that it's objective. Or you go back a uh, time before that when the sun is 16.1 degrees below the horizon. Now that we've discussed the point of Alota Shachar as well as the time of Neitzachama, now we find ramifications, meaning one would expect to find the ramification is quite simple. And, the, and why is it quite simple? 
we already saw the Mishnah in Megillah. And the Mishnah in Megillah stated that all daytime mitzvot, although one fulfills one's obligation, midoraita from Alota Shachar, Chazal instituted that lechatchila one should wait until sunrise, until one sees the beginning of the ball of the sun, or 72 minutes after Alota Shachar, right, according to the measurement that we suggested. However, we find different mitzvot that give us different, uh, different time periods. Not Alot HaShachar and not Neitzachama. Let's read the question when we can put on Talit and Tfilin. So again, I would have expected Talit and Tfilin, if we assume they daytime mitzvot, L'Chathchila put it on Neitzachama, but even if you put it on from Alot HaShachar, you're good to go. But the Mishnah said something else. The Mishnah in Brachot, the text says, When can we read Rasat Kriyat Shema? When one can distinguish between the Trelet and the Laban in one's city. Between the color of Trelet and a, a green. And the Gemara continues, Rabbi Akiva gives a different, all different types, you can distinguish between different animals. And you can see a person four amot away, call it two meters from you, and recognize that it's your friend. Okay. What happened to Alotha Shachar? And Amar Avuna, Halacha Ka'acherim. Avuna says, okay, Kriyat Shema, the time follows this new time period. And Amar Abaye, no, that time period of Mishayakir Yat Chaveiro is regarding Tfilin. But for Kriyat Shema, Kvatikin. Kriyat Shema is just before sunrise. Amar Abiyachan, Kvatikin, you go Rimotam, Ima Neitzachama, they have to finish Kriyat Shema just before Neitzachama. So, before we go further, question number one that we have to ask is, why is it that the Gemara seems to be completely ignoring the fact of Alota Shachar or Neitzachama? Now that we've taken half an hour to finally figure out the definition of Alota Shachar and Neitzachama, so why all of a sudden is the Gemara in Brachot when it's talking to me about Kriyachma and then it throws in regarding Tfilin, then it gives me a different uh, uh, um, measurement. What is that measurement? Regarding, um, regarding Kriyachma. And Tfilin might be different. Okay. Says the tour. Zman Hanachatan in Orachaim Siman Lam, Lamed, Mishayir E Chavero Aragilim Oksat Berichu Karba Amot Viyakirenu. If you can see a friend of yours, meaning an acquaintance that you, you're familiar with, from two meters you recognize him, that's the time that you can say, now, this is after Alota Shachar, but it's before sunrise. So it's somewhere in between. And Afal Kav says the other tour, Afal Kav, the Kaimanan Laila's Mantvilino. So now we have a separate question. Why, Bichlal, am I worried that it has to be between Alota Shachar and Neitzachama or this third, uh, third measurement? Tfilin, midoraita, according can actually be worn during the nata. So says the tour, Afagav the Kaimanan Laila's man tfilin hu, Elisha Ein Morin came. 
Although midoraita can, we don't pass him like that. That sometimes we say you don't have to remove it. But everyone agrees that you don't put it on before this time. What's this time? Sometime during the day. What's it's after Lot Shachar, before sunrise, it's the time called Mishiyakir et Khavero. We're going to come back to this question. Why is it that the Gemara gives a different measurement for tefillin? It doesn't fit into our regular category of, um, sorry, for Kriyachma, which doesn't fit into our regular ca um, category of um, of sunrise or dawn. And over here, sorry, the tour over here is Dafka's talking about Tfilin. So we'll see that this is a time for Tfilin, for Kriyachma, as well as Tzitzit. And we have to work out why are these three mitzvot different. Okay, let's continue. Um, The, the, by the way, the, the explains the Rabbeinu Yonah. The Katab Rabbeinu Yonah. Vatam shetalu oto b'shiir et chaveiro. Where did this come from? When you can see your friend. Mishum the tefillin katuv reia dichtiv uru amei haaretz kishem Hashem nikra alecha. The mitzvah of tefillin begins at least midr abanan from zman reia. When am I able to see it? And when am I able to see it? When you can recognize your friend two meters away. And I'll, I'll just say it outside. So why Kriyachma is also Mishayakir et Chaveiro? Right? Because Kriyachma is Zman Kima. It's not a mitzvah of the day. It's a mitzvah that is dependent on when people arise and go to sleep. Now, at the end of the shir, for those of you who have the volume, I suggest reading an essay that I wrote regarding discussing this, this point exactly. What is the relationship of this idea that Kriyachma has a unique time, Tfilin has a unique time, as we'll see, Tzitzit has a unique time, when we generally have the period of daytime mitzvot, which is Ava Lota Shachar on Eitzacham, why is it unique that these three, we focus on Zman Kima, Zman Re'iya, and we'll see also with tzitzit that it's unique. What does that mean? Do, does that mean that these mitzvot are not mitzvot of the day? Does that mean that this is only one criteria, but really there's a dual criteria? And as we'll see, if you read the article, it's actually a machloket rishonim and has many, many ramifications. So I'm not going to go into it. For those who, of you who have the volume, uh, I suggest uh, um, reading that for further eon to understand the subject uh, better. But let's continue. Says the Shulchan Aruch, Arachayim Siman Lamed. Zman anachatan baboker mi shiyir'e et chaveiro. Aragil mokzat berichuk arba'amot tiyakireno. Time to wear tefillin. Put on your tefillin is mi shiyakir et chaveiro. Um, and then says the Mishnah Burah, Ratzal Omar tchilat zman anachatan mi shiyir'e from when you can see Mitzvatan kolayom, and then the day, and then the mitzvah is the entire day. Vatam the other zman azay chayshinan shemen yishem b'hem, meaning that why why limited to that? Because up until that time, we worry that people are going to be sleeping. And it's still considered night time, even though it's after, even though it's after sunrise, and it's still considered night time 
regarding this this din. So um, we're going to come back to that when we talk about Bediyevet, people that are traveling, when is really the earliest time that one can don tefillin. According to what we're seeing over here, donning tefillin is not from Alot HaShachar, but it's actually later on Mishayakir. The Rambam says regarding Tzitzit, you can wear it, even though it's not When can you make a bracha in the morning? When you can distinguish between the tchelet and the white. By the way, just the, the Gemara never mentioned the time of tzitzit. We saw this measurement regarding Kriyachma, regarding Tfilin, never regarding Tzitzit. And the Poskim discussed where did the Rambam get it from? And so the Beit Yosef says he hasn't found an explicit source where the Rambam got it from. But uh, he says that since Kriyachma and Tzitzit are connected, so maybe that's what the idea is. And then says the Beit Yosef, he says like this, the tzitzit, the tzitzit whose time is, the mitzvah is in the day, from the time that you can see your friend and recognize him. According to Rabbeinu Yonah, the time of recognizing one's friend and the time between Laban and Tchelet are two separate measurements. And therefore it's an argument, which one do I do? They, they separate, right? Uh, just to, to, so bottom line, what does the Shulchan Aruch say? But we saw that according to Rabbeinu Yonah, it's Mishayakir et Chavero. Explains the Biru Halacha. According to our opinion, the Ma'amuda Shachar Adalota Shemesh Hu Shahabachomesh, we said it's an hour and one fifth of an hour, meaning 72 minutes. Alota Shachar is before sunrise. And the Ma'amuda Shachar Ad Shiu Shiyakir at Havero, who Beerech Isur Shahab. If you want to know from Alota Shachar until the time that you can recognize your friend, it is a tenth of an hour, meaning six minutes. So according to the Bira Lacha, if sunrise is 72 minutes, sorry, if dawn is 72 minutes before sunrise, okay, then, then Mishayakir is six minutes after dawn, meaning we're talking about 56 uh, sorry, 66 minutes before sunrise. The Igrot Moshe argues, the Igrot Moshe says, in, in, uh, Moshe finds in the design calculations, it's only 35, maybe 40 minutes, before sunrise. Meaning, according to Rav Moshe Feinstein, if a person's living in New York and he wants to put on tefillin and, you know, sunrise is late in the, in the summer and what are you going to do? You've got to go to work, right? 
So uh, he says, okay, but if sunrise is, is at eight o'clock, the earliest time that you can put on your tefillin, I don't know if it gets that late, let's say sunrise 7.30, the earliest time that you can put on tefillin is basically 6.55. And you can't put it on earlier than, than that. So, you know, if you've got a, you've got a 6.30 minion or 6.15 minion or six o'clock minion, uh, you're going to be in trouble because you're basically putting on your tefillin way before that's according to now according to the Ramah, you've got a bit more time. You've got 66 minutes before sunrise, right? So it gives you a bit more time. Now the Piskei Trubot says that the accepted time is generally achat an hour before sunrise, right? And uh, and it's also you know it doesn't make a difference sunrise where you are. Uh, summer, winter is generally considered an hour before sunrise. Um, and according to that, it's uh, the Kafachaim, Rab Chukachinsky, and the other opinion is right? 52 minutes. So one can definitely be rely on the 60 minutes beforehand or even 52 minutes. Someone who wants to be Machmir like Ramosha Feinstein, one would only go with Misha Yakir. 35, maybe 40 minutes before uh, before sunrise. And in the Sefer Yishe Yishel, which is a very uh, popular halachic book on Hilchot Tfilah, he says, mm-hmm. 50 minutes before sunrise. And, um, but then he says, but you've got to look in every place, uh, in different places, because he doesn't hold that it's objective. The Yalchut, uh, Yalchut Yosef explains, Zman Anachatan, again, of Tfilin. And again, assuming, uh, the Bira Lacha tells us that Zman Kriachma and Zman Tfilin and Zman Tzitzit are all one and the same, meaning Misha Yakir and Ben Chedel Lavan is all one and the same. So therefore, you, you, if you know one time, you know the other two times as of. It's for all three of these mitzvot. That is a machloket rishonim. Suggest read the article and you'll see why there is a machloket rishonim and how we passed it. But I'm just, for the purpose of the shir, we're going to go with the assumption of the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishabura. All these times are the same. So zman anachatan beboket. When can you put on sitzit mishiret chavera gilim otzap perichu kagamot viyakrienu viyeshomim shu kesheish takot acharamuda shacha. So we saw that that one opinion was basically 60 66 minutes after dawn. That was quite a lenient opinion. Viyeshomim shu kesheish kodem anets. The first opinion was the Rama. Second opinion is one hour, which is basically Rav Chukajinsky. Says Rabobad Yosef, don't put on your tzitzit or tefillin earlier than an hour before sunrise. Right? Um, that's, that's uh, yeah. What happens when you're traveling or in scenarios where you need to put it on earlier? What can you put it on before Misha Yakir? And go all the way back to Alotha Shacha. So it says the Gemara in Masechet Eirun. Aneor Balayla Ratsa Chole Ratsa Miniach. Person is awake at night. If he wants to, he can remove his, his tefillin. If he wants, he does. Divrei Rabbi Nata. Are you going to the Tanakama? Tefillin can be 
of the time for tefillin is not only during the day, it's also at night. Midoraita. And therefore, Midrabanan, you don't have to take them off. Yonatan Kitani Omer, ain't many hint tefillin belaila. You cannot don't tefillin at night. Midalaila Ratanakama's man tefillin. The fact is that we see from here that according to the Tanakama, I Rabbi Natan, you can don't tefillin at night. Now the Gemara Masech Menachot says, Tefillin me matay mevarechel en mishat anachatan keitzad hayam ashkim latzeit lederech umityarei shemi yovdo menichan kshiyagia zmanan memashmech benu mevarechelein. So it says here the Gemara Menachot, you can put tefillin on before the time, but you can't make the bracha. When do you make the bracha? You make the bracha when the time comes. Vaad matay menichin. And when can you have your tefillin on until until the sun sets, right? Um, and Chachamim say until sleeping. Let's say the Beit Hakisei or the Bikanes the Beit Hashkia. The Shakachama and the sun's already set. You don't put them back on. How does the Shulchan Aruch ask it? Person needs to leave early. He's catching a flight. Menichan, he can put his tefillin on. Says a very important reason. As we saw, Midoraita, you can put on tefillin even at night. That's the time of the mitzvah. Chachamim said it's asur. Why did they say it's asur? Because people are going to fall asleep. We don't want people at night falling asleep with their tefillin on. As we saw, that leads to all types of problems. That's, uh, that's prohibited. But you're waking up. So when you're waking up, we're assuming that you're not going to fall asleep. And therefore, the whole chashash is not such a problem. So you can put your tefillin on before Zman Mishriyakir. And Mishriyakir, you make the brocha. Says the Mishnah. That's if you're on an animal. That's if you are, uh, you're walking. Aval Yoshev Bagala. But a person is sitting in the carriage, it's very simple for a person who's a passenger to fall asleep. And therefore, the, the concern is still there. And then um, that that uh, the Bureau Allah says, no, but this, this opinion that I say that you cannot be lenient when you're a passenger, many Akronim disagree with, and they say you can be lenient. Right, uh, and therefore he says like this: Nearly, the imu mityarei shemi yovdam veosek kadei l'shamram bevaday en lachmir after Yosef Bagalai. If you're worried about your tefillin they're getting lost, definitely you can put them on. You don't have to worry about it even if you're a passenger. Passenger, the belavachi because even without this, the opinion of the alot atamid and the gra is lahakel dominichan bishvil hashmira, and you can put them on before because of the shmira. So the Mishnah Brura says, bottom line, although the sages say, you know, if you're waking up and you, there's no concern, you're going to fall asleep, you can put it on even before Zman Mishayakir. Nevertheless, regarding making a bracha, so you shouldn't make the bracha before the Zman. But if you did make a bracha, don't repeat it. Because vadai could be that you fulfilled your obligation. Me'ikradin, at least minatora.
Now, the Idrot Moshe talks about this. A guy has to catch a plane. What does he do? Uh, oh, sorry, he's got to go to work. And apparently at his work, he can't put on tefillin. But the Mishalech HaKol Yom, this is Igrot Moshe Norachayim, uh, his first volume, Krach uh, Aleph, Siman Yud. But the Avar Mishalech, I'll call them all day long to work. If not, I'm going to tefillin all day long. If not, I'm going to tefillin all day long. Person cannot fulfill his obligation uh, of putting on tefillin during work. Can he do it before Zman of Alot HaShachar? Not Misha Zman, Misha Yakir, even before Alot HaShachar. Anachon la'aniyut ha'tish, etzarich la'aniyach. You can put it on. Kevan she'leike kvar ha'shashena. Since we saw the whole problem is natam mikaradinadizman filin, but we worry people are going to fall asleep. But if you're waking up, then it doesn't seem to be a problem. Come on, mamashkim lederech, just as we saw in the Shulchan Aruch. Aval mistaber she'ish v'smoch b'kronze arabeinu peret she'avi ator she'achol gam navarech. In this case, although the Shulchan Aruch says you can't make a bracha, in this case says Rav Moshe Feinstein, kedai hu rabbeinu peret v'smoch alav that you can even make a bracha during this time. Okay, what about Talis? Says the Ramah. Some say you should make a bracha ready from alot hashachar. V'chein noagim says the Ramah. That's that's Amina. Vim lav shok kodem v'chein, but if it's before alot hashachar, kegon b'slichot lo yivarechalav. Shere ayom yemashmesh but when the time comes, then you shuffle it around and you make a bracha. Comes out that according to the Ramah, one can even make a bracha of sitzit, not from mishayakir. Not bad from an earlier time, Alot Hashacha. Where did that come from? If you remember, we said that Sitzit, the time, the earliest time to put on Sitzit was not mentioned in the Gemara. We saw that argument regarding Kriyachma and regarding Tfilin. We never saw explicitly anyone talking about Sitzit. The Rambam connected the Zman of Sitzit to Mishayaki and the Shulchan Aruch Paskin the Rambam. But there are other Rishonim, such as the Mordechai, that says that Tzitzit is dependent on Re'iyah, and Re'iyah apparently begins from Alot HaShachar. And therefore, based on this, the Ramah says, we can make a bracha already from Alot HaShachar. What about the Shulchan Aruch? Laila Lavzman Tzitzitu, the Me'at Me'eroi Temotot, because it says you have to see it. Anything that you wore in the night, even though it's a, a daytime clothing, if you wore it at night, you pat it. Huh? And anything you're wearing in day, even if it's pajamas, it's got four corners, you line. You're obligated. But the Rosh has opposite opinion. If it's pajamas designated for sleeping in the night, even got four corners garments, you don't have you exempt. Even if you're wearing it in the day. And something, a shirt that I'm wearing, the daytime shirt, right? Even if it's all a yom velalayla, or for daytime and nighttime, I feel a lot of according to the, the Rosh, you're obligated to sit it. Says the Raman, Safek Rachot Lahakel, Akein Ein Lavarechalab Elek Shelovesh Bayom. Right? So you can only make the bracha during the day. 
and the or the Mishnabura quotes the Vilna Gaon, and the Prima Gadim Imashat Chukam Ekel Aniach Mealot Hashachar Ba'Elach Engarimbo. But some opinions say if you want to be Mekel from Alot Hashachar like the Rama, we don't we don't shout at him. So lechatchila one has to wait. Atiyake ben chelid lelavan. We already said ben chelid lelavan according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishabura is between the same as Mishiyake et Chaveiro. So therefore, you'll find on many calendars earliest time for zman tzitzit tefillin and kriyatshma, right? And they'll give you this definition. Why? Because according to the Rosh, you still have fulfilled your obligation. Okay, my computer is about to die, but I really hope that it won't. Um, so we're just going to skip that for, for that's just an example. Um, let me just see what we can finish in the last last few minutes. Um, what happens? You, you, so basically, we've got two choices with an early menu. You either don't put on your tefillin until Yishtabach, or put on your tzitzit and tefillin, and then hopefully after Yishtabach, right? That's when you make the bracha. You just move them. That's when you make the bracha because that's the zman of Mishayaki. What do we do? Says the Ramai and Arachayim Nudalet. So we see that you can make a brother between Yishtabach and Kaddish. So you can definitely sort your Tvila from that time. Which is approximately yeah, the the Pnei Halacha says preferable not to put on your tzitzit and tefillin. And then you put it on. The Piskei Chubot, right, he appears to say the opposite. Start with your tefillin and your tzitzit, and when you get to Yishtamach, that's when you make the uh, bracha. Right? Um, okay. That is pretty much the summary for today, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll stop uh, there for today. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, the bracha is not me'akev. So what is the difference with, when you're putting on your tefillin, you're wearing the tefillin it's during the time, what's the difference really of, in the mitzvah of the tefillin or the tzitzis with or without a bracha? Um, well, it's not really the time. The real time is mishayaki. Yeah, yeah, okay, but fine. So you put it on before. Mr. Yakir comes and you're wearing a tefillin. What, why is, what, there's so much emphasis on saying the bracha. Uh, I'm not trying, you're getting the mitzvah even without the bracha, right? Yeah, but you always want to make a bracha on the mitzvah, right? You always need to make a bracha on the mitzvah. I'm asking, I guess, a fundamental question. 
what is the how much how is the bracha adding that much to your mitzvah? Right? You understand? One, one second. Let me just plug in my computer and I'll answer. Okay. Everyone agrees, right? Like Pali, that if you fulfill a mitzvah without the bracha, you can fulfill the mitzvah without the bracha. Brachot enan ma'akot. Everyone agrees with that. Everyone also agrees that Chazal said, when before you do a mitzvah, at least certain mitzvot, they instituted that you must make a bracha. Agreed? Midrabanan. Okay. Now, we've just suggested that the time to fulfill the mitzvah is mishriyakir. Before that is not the right time to fulfill the mitzvah. Maybe, but you can fulfill the mitzvah, but it's not the right time, at least not lechatchila. Now, if it's not the right time lechatchila, Chazal wouldn't have instituted to make a bracha. Meaning, Chazal instituted for you to make a bracha when? When you're doing the mitzvah properly. If you're doing the mitzvah not properly, don't make a bracha. So that's why now we have two choices. I have to put tefillah starting anyway. So should I put the tefillin on and the tzitzit? But I can't make a bracha because it's not the correct time as Chazal said. Do I wait until Mishayaki and then say the bracha? Or should I say no? Maybe I shouldn't even put my filling on and my tzitzit and wait till the uh, and wait until I get it. I can. You could argue what's better. On the one hand, you could argue, listen, put it on earlier because maybe according to some opinions, already is the time from earlier, at least on a Doraita level. So do you know that's that's put it on and then fine. Chazal only instituted to say the bracha in the in the call it the um, the correct optimal time, so you can't make the bracha beforehand, because that's not when Chazal instituted the bracha. Or you could say the opposite. Since Chazal didn't want us putting on filling and tzitzit before Zman Mishayaki, it is preferable for me not to put it on until I get to Yishtabach, and then I can put it on in the right time and say the bracha. There are two, two different schools of thought. Everyone agrees that it's not Ma'akev, and everyone agrees. The question is, what, what, what's the preference? Put on your tefillin without the bracha, or wait to put on your tefillin with the bracha? Is that, is that any clearer, or you? Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I, I guess I... I, I, I was, understand. Okay, what, what's your question again? I, I had more of a, a question of the, the fundamental need for a bracha, right? Since, I mean, Midaraisa, you don't need a bracha. Yes, it's Mida Rabbanon. Uh, right. right. So that, okay, but that, that's, a, that's a general question. Why did Chazal yeah. institute a Birkata Mitzvot? Right. Right. Um, why did Chazal institute Birkata Mitzvot? That's an interesting shayla. One could, one could say simply that uh, maybe it's, it's part of focusing us to... Right, to, having Kavana maybe. Kavana, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe, it's part of, maybe that's part of the deal. Uh, but once Chazal instituted it, they only instituted it in the optimal way in which you do the mitzvah. Okay, thank you. Okay, yeah,
Okay, we'll continue next week. Call to. Call to. Thank you very much. Bye.